You're listening to TNM Coaching Unplugged. TNM Unplugged features the diverse perspectives of a thriving global community of coaches, leaders, and experts. And it's all for you. Hey, welcome. You're listening to the Leader Like You podcast. To inspire and help you get more of what you want, more of the time with less hassle, less resistance, and more buy-in in all areas of your life. My name is Robert Kahn, coach, trainer, and consultant, also the creator of the Leader Like You Method. I'm sitting down to bring you my thoughts and ideas and the lessons learned along the way and how to make a positive impact wherever you go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Leader Like You. And today I am blessed to have Tumo Ong, who is a former colleague of mine. And Tumo and I worked together, it's 2020, and we worked together in 2000. Yes. We had just moved into the new century. And today what I wanted to talk about was how you work with change and transition, some of the lessons learned, and also what I wanted to hear from you was some of the great coaching tools you have. now. What's important for me is leader-like approach. And for me, leader-like is being successful by design, not by chance, through conscious responses instead of unconscious reactions. And what I like to do is help people get more of what they want, more of the time, with less hassle, less resistance, and more buying in all areas of their life. And so, Tumo, we, we haven't seen each other for a while. And after Givaudan, you've gone off and done some really interesting things. I understand right now you're with Becton Dickinson and you're leading a series of transformation programs in the EMEA region. So tell me about your voyage. Sure, sure. You know, what you're working on now and, and what you've been doing since we met last time. Update me. It is not making us much younger, right? When you said uh, it was 20 years ago that we were in Chivadon together. Yeah, but the bad thing is, is I got all the gray hair and you've got none. And, <laughs> and you look like you did in 2000 and I look like I do in 2020. Now that's okay. You know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, the journey, um, it was quite interesting, actually. When I left Chivadon, I joined a corporation called Cadbury. Mm. Um, for those of you who remember in the UK world uh, with uh, all the chocolates. And sweets. So, and uh, with Cadbury, we were doing actually, you know, some some changes in the corporation, and we got acquired by Kraft. Okay. And uh, so I joined Kraft through the acquisition, and later on, Kraft changed into Mondelez for the you know international segment, and uh, Kraft remained in the uh, U.S. as a different entity. So I remained with the international entity called Mondelez, and um, so this is how what I did. Uh, recently, before joining BD, actually with Kraft um, one of these, we, we started a sales transformation journey across the globe, and uh, that was called the Project Wise. I still have a lot of colleagues um, where we were doing a lot of crazy things back then. So we'll, we'll talk about the transformation and what it means in terms of transformation journey. So with BD, actually today we are doing um, a major, major uh, change uh, because we acquired a corporation called uh, CR Bard. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of years back, um, a little more than two years, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are integrating the entities and we're changing ways of working and then also providing tools to support the new ways of working. So that's what I've been doing overall. Fantastic. 
it sounds like it's passionately interesting every day. Absolutely. Never boring. Never boring. Never boring. Never boring. So you work on change and transition. If if you had to explain to somebody, yes, what are the three big learnings you have around change and transition? What what would you tell me? So so the first thing for me is always about uh, keeping an eye, an eye on the outcome, mm. right? And um, because we we get lost a lot of times in the debates, internal discussions, and uh, or the transition you have to go through, right? The, the main thing is never lose sight of the end goal. Where do you want to go? And uh, funny enough, um, once you know the end goal and you keep sight of that, <laughs> it is not about getting there in one step, mm. as we all know, right? You have to go step by step. You know, uh, the, there is some things around, look at the babies, right? We, we think about the babies, they didn't learn to work, you know, walk in one day, right? They have to crawl, move, you know, shake, fall, and then uh, start learning again to stand up, walk again, right? So, so I think it is a, a, a very good analogy from that perspective because you will fall. You will falter in the middle. I once heard a statistic that babies fall and get up between 4,000 and 7,000 times. Yes, I hope not do that much in a, in a change journey in a corporation, but yes, yeah. you will yeah. fall, yeah. right? You will fall. The, the question is not whether you will, you will not fall. It's more around how do you get, get back up and uh, get moving, right? So, so again, it's getting towards the, the end goal, learning the fact that you will uh, encounter obstacles in the way and that, uh, you know, somehow you need to have that uh, inner, inner peace with yourself. That's the other thing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I always tell people, you want to, to change. First of all, you have to be solid on your two feet. If you personally are shaky, forget about telling other people, here's a good journey that you have, you are going to go through, right? So this right. is a very important thing. So people will trust you then. Okay, fantastic. Hey, from your time here in Switzerland or in yes. wherever you grew up, have you ever ice skated? Yeah, I, I tried once very badly. <laughs> right. So I've ice skated. When I grew up in Minnesota, we ice skated and skied. Though I told my kids, listen, when you learn to ice skate, I'm going to put you on the ice. On the, You're going to have to learn to get up by yourself. Yep. So that's the first lesson they had was how to pick yourself up. How do you get up? Yeah, yes. And then the second thing was, is I told them, you don't ice skate and just go straight. Like on skis, you just, on skis, you down the hill. On ice skates, the way you go forward is by pushing on the sides. Absolutely. And And that reminds me of what you said, because you don't just go from A to B. No. You meander. Very interesting. Do you find that when people start on a change and transformation voyage, they think that they're going to go direct from A to B? Yeah, there is something on the human psyche, right? You want to get the straightest line possible. Yeah. But as you said, you know, it is really the case in, in life in general, right? You never get from A to B. In one straight line. Yeah. I mean, I don't. The, yeah. I mean, yeah. most most of the times, you know, you just like oh, I thought I was going to B, and I met C right now, and how do I get back to B, right? And um, but uh, again, th- this is the thing, right? A lot of people, you know, try to get to the end immediately, mm. and um, it's a patient patience game, so to speak, right? You you need to be patient to go through that. And the other thing is, you know, if it were only about you. Mm. it will be a little easier. 
you need to bring other people along. So if you want to bring other people along, then you need to take time, right? To the example you gave around ice skating or skiing for that purpose, right? You cannot go in one day learning all the tricks. Right? No. It takes a while. You got to... Exactly. I tell people... Somebody said to me the other day, he said, I just don't feel natural yet. And I said, Steve, do you, do you drive a car? And I love the shocked look on his face. He's like, how, what, why are we going from pre presentation skills to cars? And I said, just here's the question. What, what does it have to do with Yeah. When you get in the car tonight and drive home, yeah, okay. Will you sit there and think for 15 minutes how it all works? Why would I do that? I said, yeah, because it's automatic. Yes. So... After your first driver's lesson, when you got behind the wheel, <laughs> were you as good and natural as you are today? Not at all. It was horrible. I was like, yeah. Mine was in the Lunds parking lot. The car, it was just horrible. <laughs> Mom and dad in the back seat. I vowed never to teach my kids how to drive. <laughs> and, and let's hope I can stay to that. Though, it's not feeling natural at the beginning, is it? Exactly. Yeah. You're exactly right. Because uh, this is what we forget, right? A lot of things that we have learned as a human being, mm. we had to fail a bit, right? You, and this is this is funny, right? Because um, in a lot of corporations, people will say failure is not an option. Well, actually, that's totally wrong, right? If you are telling people failure is not an option, you're going to block the person because you're just going to to put everything in the heads of the person in the wrong way, saying you cannot fail, you cannot fail, you cannot fail. So all you think is about failure. Right, and then you go to it. Yeah. Exactly. I heard a quote, it was like, maybe, I might not be doing justice to it. Fail fast and learn quick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so here's a question. You know, sorry, you're going to say something. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You're right. And uh, I was saying, you know, learn quick and course correct quick as well. So how do you, from your learnings, juxtapose change and transition because very often i meet people who say i'm a change management expert and and i say oh oh yeah that that's not the interesting part no and they and they're surprised so how do you separate and work with both right right i, I think um the you have to have the humility of thinking mm -hmm. you don't know how to go through the change journey yet Mm -hmm. It sounds weird, right? Because uh, we are being taught everywhere, you know, come on, come on, you have to, you know, you even have that saying, fake it till you make it. And I, I really hate that thing, right? Because uh, the, the, the reality is, uh, uh -huh. even though you, have, you may have done this before, elsewhere, mm. with another group of people in another context, mm. the new context you're in, and I insist on the new of the, mm -hmm. the sentence there, it's new. Mm. So... You and I are two different people, right? Yeah. And what works for me might not work for you. Mm -hmm. And the other way is true as well. So how can you be super sure everything that is textbook is going to work mm. in that new context? Right. And you've got so many external stakeholders coming in who are going to exactly. pull some surprises that I suppose you can. Yeah. Okay. And, and there are changes in the current context that you live in because... You know, like, uh, listen, uh, the biggest example was the COVID thing, right? I've heard of that COVID thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, happening that right little, now. Little thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Big change for us. Yes. Yeah. But it, it was quite interesting if you think about that, right? When, when we are working on this project that uh, I'm, I'm with my team right now working on, mm -hmm. we actually had 
this is funny, right? First week of March, we had a kickoff session face-to-face all together. Mm-hmm. And we had rough cut maybe 70% of the people that were there, not everybody, mm-hmm. because there are some people came in later and what have you. Sure. After that kickoff session, we went to do lockdown, right? We couldn't travel anymore. And then what do you do, right? Your context has changed. Mm-hmm. So the most important piece there is that having that, you know, humility, so to speak, or humbleness uh, that you think about, you don't know everything. But at the same time, having that open mindset saying, whatever comes my way, I look at that and look at how I can solve the problem, right? Because you'll be presented with a new problem every day. Oh, yeah. Right? And to the point you were making earlier, what I have done before may not apply. So when the world gives you lemons, you're making lemonade. Exactly. Exactly. So now you may put more sugar, less sugar in that. That's another story, right? (laughs) It's a different recipe. Yeah. (laughs) I heard a really interesting quote from a participant recently on a I was doing a transition man session and I say, you know, change is sending out the press release. Transitions the whole voyage. Yes. And change is like the one time thing. And anyway, he said, only wet babies like to get changed. Adults don't like to get changed. Yes. And then he said, and the and the reason adults don't like to get changed is because they're getting changed. Somebody's imposing it on them. So how do you bring people along on this voyage so they don't feel like they're being changed? Yeah, I think one of the common mistakes is uh, believing that by saying this is it, mm-hmm. you have no choice, it will happen, right? Mm-hmm. And to the point that you were making, transformation is a journey. And it's a journey you may or may not want to undertake. The problem with human psychology, to, to the point you made, is you're telling me I need to do something different. So if you're telling me I need to do something different, either I was doing something wrong, mm-hmm. right? Which you're questioning me as a person saying, mm. you were not doing something right, so you need to change. So now you're getting personal. And that's binary. Yeah, exactly. On, off, right, wrong. Exactly. Yeah, so the binary people will black, white. Yes, because you, you will literally say, so you were telling me that I was wrong. Mm-hmm. So, so first, I'm not going to like you, first of all, mm-hmm. because you're telling me I'm wrong, right? So, so with that already, there is a resistance to whatever you're going to say next, right? So, sure, because I have a, now an enemy image, and I will be careful of what you tell me. Because I want to look good and be right. Exactly. And I'm hearing you want to look good and be right. Yes. On top of me. Yeah. And, and I'm going to defend my case, saying I was not wrong. Whatever you say, I was not wrong. Right? And, and this is where it is becoming trickier. The, the point mm. really is, if you start from that angle, you know, it doesn't work. Because you're asking the person to say, you have to recognize you were wrong. Mm. No, 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 no. It was not about that. Now, let's talk the different way. Look at the outcome. Wouldn't you want to be, you know, this is the storytelling around, right? Would you want to be in a better place where you could do less work, as an example, or you could do work more efficiently or whatever the story around, which is going to give you a different perception, which is not about you Mm. saying you were not wrong. It is not about I'm not criticizing you. 
let's look at the future state where things could be much better for everybody, right? Then you're depicting a positive thing, right? Rather than saying a negative thing around, Robert, you, you really, you really sucks, right? Because you, you, were, you shouldn't be doing it this way. This is how people perceive, right? If I understand correctly, is the first one is what's wrong and what's right. And this one is what's missing or could be different. Exactly. And let's fill in based on that. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. And how do you discover that you, you've got people on board? You know, where, what, are the, what are the proof points that somebody's committed? Right. I think, you know, uh, I'll draw back uh, an example from my previous um, work, right? What you get to is when, and this is also, again, something quite important, you cannot wait for the transformation journey to be too long. <laughs> because it is draining. If you can't see any results in between, mm. people will lose you know, any momentum and trust they had in you. So you need to go out and often to say, we told you this could be the way. Here's the first step, right? So like a low-hanging fruit. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, six, so small... What, baby steps? Yes. Successes? Yeah, yeah? exactly. Okay. Right. And, you know, like mm -hmm. somebody was uh, describing, uh, you know, around how do you learn to run a marathon? Mm -hmm. You don't tell somebody, hey, Robert, tomorrow you'll be running in the marathon in two hours. No way. Right. Which is a no freaking way. I can't do this. Right. Now you might say tomorrow you will run 1K within X minutes. You say, this is hard. Yeah. Keep doing at the end of the week, you will get 1K within that time, right? And you, you get that sizable check. It has to be measurable and people can relate to, right? If you can get that out quicker, then there is adherence to, oh, actually, I can see this, right? This is what we're doing as an example, right? Showing people, well, we're not waiting until the end of the whole thing to get something visible. So now you can already see what we have done so far. So now people, oh, you can really do this. So why can you not do the, oh, come on, one step at a time, right? So, so they know they can do 1K, then they go to the 2K. So they're, they're, they're building. Exactly. Exactly. So you, you've started through all this, the human side, yep. not just the IT and infrastructure side. Uh, and so you've ended up so dedicated to that. I understand that you coach and mentor for hobby. Yep. That is very generous of you. <laughs> How did you land on that? And, and then tell me about some of the tools that you use to, sure, sure. to help people. So maybe a bit on my background, right? I, I was born in Burma. And um, when I was a kid, you know, like in a lot of uh, places, you go to, you know, like the christening thing in Burma, you have to be a, yep. a novice or a small, you know, a young monk for a day. This is how you do this. So, so you, as the family t sends you there and say, you get your head shaved, you stay in the um, monastery for one day, everybody's happy, you go out and then you're done for almost life. And then you may do it uh, later on when you get uh, mm -hmm. to 18, 20 years old mm -hmm. for another day. It's just a, like a, uh, well, mandatory thing that a lot of people would do. I happened to... A rite of passage. Yeah, rite of passage, but this is more the social pressure of doing that, right? Okay. Got it. Uh, in my case, I, I spent <laughs> three summers in a row uh, during summer holidays in the Buddhist monastery, and in total four months. 
So slightly more than the one day. Slightly more than the one day, hmm. right? So I was a little tainted, put it that way, on on my view of the world with that. So that that is how I got some things around learning on how do you distance from events, how do you manage stress, and how do you cope with the ever changing life, mm-hmm. right? And um, funny enough, um, a couple of years back, I'm. I was at the OPFL, you know, the uh, Ecole Polytechnique in Lausanne, uh, on an event with a, a few old friends. And one of the friends um, said, come on, I need to talk to you on the site. We were, you know, at the event. And after that, we had some drinks. And he was just like, tell me how you cope with um, stress. I'm just like, oh, what do you mean? Tell me how you cope with stress. How, what makes you believe that I cope with stress? I'm just like, come on, come on. Uh, Good coaching question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what causes you to leave? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, why do you think I can, right? And uh, it was quite interesting. Um, and we started talking around that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I gave him some things around how, how I go about. And it's like, you know, you should really help people. And I had to thank him for that because uh, he said, why don't you... Up until that time, you, you, you were only doing it indirectly. I, I was doing more on people asking me, saying, tell me more, right? And I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to bother people if they're not, they're not interested. Okay. To I change to, well, now I'm going to be a bit more proactive because he, he told me you should be more proactive mm. and tell people, if you want to talk to me about this, I'm here, right? You know what? So so I took that advice because uh, he, he literally told me he was throwing a burnout. And uh, he said, if I only knew some of those things around, you know, techniques, I might have avoided that. Down. And I'm just saying, it's a valid point. It's a very valid point. How can I not want somebody to be able to avoid burnout mm. by giving this for free, right? Now you could argue, right, uh, uh, I'm not having this as a living, so it's a different story. But uh, uh, still, for me, it is more around how can I help people with small things, right? I, I'm not trying to be a guru on, oh, this is how, what you have to do as a curriculum and you get to a place. Mm. It is more around what are the small things you can implement so that you get a better life, right? And I jokingly said to some people, I'm a little bit selfish because I, I believe that if people around me were happier, I would be happier as well, right? It's a law of attraction and, and, and the approach to it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Fast forward. Yes. How long has it been since that point till today? Probably like uh, eight years ago. Okay, wow. And what are some of the things you use to help people? Approaches, I would say. Right. So, so I, I do give some, um, some things that, you know, as we call it, uh, mindfulness sessions, teaching people around what mindfulness is and is not, mm. and how you can use mindfulness in practicalities. Not, not the, the thing around, yeah, you have to go and get a retreat for three days and you learn, you know, some magical thing out of the note. I, I don't, right. I don't uh, subscribe to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever works for you. Which is, okay, why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever works for you, right? Uh, again, okay. right? what works for you might not work for me in either way, right? It is more around simple things like how can you focus on your breathing? How can you take a step back, you know, uh, like uh, when, you know, when Robert's calling you, uh, before you answer the phone, breathe, mm. breathe, and don't get triggered. Say no, not him again. Okay. Yeah. You know th- those small things, right? Uh, but one of the tools that I have um, built up over the years, uh, and I dubbed it Top Twenty. It's uh, 
literally a tool to help you learn who you are and who you are not. And you can use that uh, in any context. So it could be in your relationship. It could be to buy a house even, or most you know, naturally applying to your work environment. Mm -hmm. So the top 20 approach. Top 20, top 20. Why top 20? I, I'm asking for 10 things in the ideal world. And you have to, you know, mm -hmm. take a step back from where you are living your work today. Take a step back, get in a relaxed environment and think about 10 things you really would like to have every day in the ideal job so that you can be happy. And 10 things, right? Or ideal house, ideal relationship. Exactly. Ideal partnership, ideal, okay. Ideal situation, okay. right? Yeah. And I found out uh, you know, a couple of years back that uh, actually I started by asking five, right? Five was too easy. Ah, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I need to probe more, right? Because they, they can rattle it off. Exactly. 10, you need to work. You really need to work. Yeah. You, you need several days, actually, if you want to do it right. And the middle is tough. Yes. Yes. I, I've discovered, to, you know, I asked somebody today, what are your top 10 priorities? It was just interesting. He said, I'll give you five. <laughs> and, and he gave me five. The, then we moved to 10. Because remember what you told me? Yeah. And he could give me the one and two and 10. He's like, yeah, that was my least priority. He simmered on the middle. Yeah. What's the reason you find people have difficulty with the middle? So it's really that conversation, as I would frame it, right? And the people will say it's a mentoring, coaching, whatever you call it, right? Mm. It's a conversation, a vested conversation. So, so tell me more. When, when you said that, what did you mean, right? Mm -hmm. And what makes you happy? Literally, you have to go back to that happiness question. What makes you happy when you wake up, right? How, how do you feel about that? Haven't you experienced something recently, right? So recalling your vivid memories. It, it's a good thing, right? Because yeah. you, you recall your vivid memories, good or bad. Mostly the good ones, hopefully. Hmm? But uh, there are also the bad ones. People go through the bad ones to get to the good ones. So you, that lights up their neurology where they're like, ooh. Yes. Okay. So step one on the top 20 is 10 things you want to have in the ideal, and I'm going to say whatever the situation is. Yes. House, relationship, job, work, car. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Exercise approach, fitness program. I mean. Exactly. Uh, ideal weight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. You, you could do that. I have never done that one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you could. You could because it's the same thing, right? How? What are the important things that you would like to go through to get there, right? It sounds like it's what you want to go towards yes. or hold on to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. But And you said it takes a while. Yes. What happens if somebody like rattles it off in two minutes? Uh, you dig, you have a conversation. Ah, okay. It takes more time because sometimes people will just say, yeah, these are the easy things, right? Mm. And then you dig, and this is the role that you have to play as a sparing partner, right? Yeah. You're really sure this is what you meant? And then you, you unravel a bit more and, oh, uh, yeah. And, and is it not related to the number six that you have just said? Mm. And you're just, oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe. And uh, so, so do you really have 10 or you are at five? Oh. Or you're at eight, right? Oh, you're, you've gone from 10 down to eight here. Okay, good. Okay. So 
people think of this yes. and you let them sit on it for a couple of days. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you continue with the conversation after a while and say, where are you? Continue, right? Round two. Right. And you just do that, the 10 that you want in the ideal situation. And then you ask to force rank. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. So at the beginning, they're just listing. Yeah, just list. Because for some, it is not always easy just to get the list. Right. Right. And for some of this, it's uh, maybe easier. But then uh, when you get to the fourth ranking, yeah, that one is as important as that. No, uh, ah. <laughs> you cannot have two fours. It's uh, one four and one five, whichever way. Right. I like that because when I ask people to do a list of priorities, very often they'll go, well, these things are all number four. I'm like, no, 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 no. And, and, and humans, we, we really only do one thing at a time. Yes, absolutely. Multitasking is a myth. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Though they go back and, and you, you force... Force rank. Decouple, split, force rank. Yes. Very interesting. So they get some learnings from that. Yes, because you, you go deeper saying what is really important, right? What is really, really important because now you have to say between the four and five, yeah, I can't make a call. Yeah, come on, you can make a call. There is always something you say, well, which one is more important in that context, right? So... You have got to to get that almost drastic way of getting to the top 10 in the right way. Now that's top 20, so we're halfway there. What's the other phase? Yeah, so the other phase is what you want to avoid or what you don't want right. ideally every day. And this is where I think we have been drilled from very early days being told by our you know, teachers and parents, know what you want in life so that you can get there. And my point is, know also what you don't want so that you can get there faster, mm -hmm. right? And doesn't every what you don't want also therefore then point to what you do want? No, and this is where I put a constraint. Okay. You cannot just, me, just give me ah, the opposite right. of what you have listed on the first top 10, right? Right. So if I say, I want a serene uh, work environment where I can focus and concentrate. So you wouldn't accept if I just said, it shouldn't be noisy and, and abrupt no. with tons of people talking. Okay. No. Got it. So we'll have to formalize a little bit more in the conversation and say, so what would trigger you, know, you to be unhappy at work, right? As an example. Because sometimes, and, and I have seen this with uh, a lot of people. Politics, bureaucracy, unfair relationships. Whatever. Things, that's what people start giving. And do they then start writing that down? Yes. Okay. Same, same way. Right. 10, get to 10, and then redo the exercises, uh, you know, false ranking, you know, the conversations. But he, here's the thing I have um, encountered over the last couple of weeks uh, when we were talking with some people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's easier to know what you want. And people struggle, as an example, on what I don't want at work. What do you mean I don't want at work? I struggle a bit more. So I, I said, take the, the stance around, what would make you stay at home mm -hmm. rather than go to work? Why? And think about that situation. And then you say, oh, no, now I have like 20 items. Ah, okay. So there's a, there's a, there, that's, you, you have a whole series of releasing questions. Yes. Okay. So walk me through when they, when they have the top 10 and top 20. Yes. What's the next phase? 
So once you have done, done that really in the ideal situation, right? I insist on the ideal situation. It can help you if you're in a career where you are asking yourself about whether this is the right job for me, mm-hmm. right? Now that you have described what you want and what you don't want, play that to your current situation. Find out how much of what you want you really are getting and how much of what you don't want that you are getting and see the balance, right? If you have what you, you want on left-hand side and what you don't want on right-hand side, yeah. it's the weight tilting the wrong way, mm. right? So I'm la- landing more on what I do want, good. So if I'm landing more on what I don't want right now, then you have to ask yourself the question on, is it the right place? Mm-hmm. And the same thing is, it is not about only about the quantity. Where the priority setting was important is, if you're only getting the bottom of what you want uh. and the top of what you don't want, you really should ask yourself the question. Because now you are in an environment which is frustrating you because you are unhappy. Mm-hmm. Right, the things that will make you the happiest, you're not getting them, and the things that are making you unhappy, as you are getting them, you're getting them. So, is you want them to go from this to the other to side? That. Exactly. How do you get the things that that provide you value and happy and intrinsic value with the least annoying things? Put it that way. Annoying things, or or none. Then, yeah. And is there a a a committing phase or, or an action plan that people go through or is it so so the, the main thing is uh this is depending on people right so some people i have been through the the journey and say now once you are at that stage you have realized where you are in the current state do you want to change yes right this is the first question do you really want to change because you might you may say but what is the next situation you don't know yet right so now you have to project yourself. You say, out of the current situation, what can, can you do? Because it is easy to say, I'm not happy. But why, right? You, you just listed very logically out of your top 20, yeah. which are the trigger points. Right. So can you work on some of those, right? Rather than change radically. So some people might say, well, really, you know, really, I can't change because of my boss, because of my company, because of whatever the situation, right? And then you're just like, you know, fair enough. So now, when you go to the next one, don't just go anywhere. Equip yourself with that tool. And whenever you're having the conversation and the next potential job, ask those probing questions. Are you going to be happier? You, you know what I mean? So you're, you're really helping them challenge their limiting beliefs? Yes. To move to positive progress, I would say. Absolutely. Okay. And how long, from beginning to end, does the top 20 process take? It depends on people, right? Yeah. How long is a piece of string? How long is a coaching session? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So to, to the point that you were making, some people, it might be a couple of weeks before they get clarity. For some people, it could be a couple of days, literally. Yeah. Right? It, it might depend also on your sense of urgency. Mm. Right? So what I mean by that is that if you're in a situation where you, you say, I need to, to do something around that situation now, you know, remember, it is, again, our interior psychology, which is going to kick me and say, do something about this now. Versus if I'm in a wishy-washy situation, I'm just saying, yeah, great, but I, I can take a, f- a few months. 
I can tolerate it. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's not, um, yeah. Or there's nothing else I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. Now w- walk me through what people report back to you six months, 12 months a year, you know, or 12 months a year, same thing, <laughs> six months or more afterwards. So, so for, for some, you know, uh, I have seen something that changed their lives, mm. right? And, and I can't talk about specifics here, right? But yes, literally, it could be life-changing as, do I stay in my relationship? Right? I, I had a question like that once, and I mean, just, I'm going to give you the tools. I am never going to make the decision for you, by the way, in any given context. Huh? So, and people can make their own decisions at that point, saying, you make that list. Well, you're a good coach because you don't answer the question. You just you just guide through asking of questions. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's your life after all. It's all mine. Right. So Tumo, what what advice do you have for people who want to sit down and do their top twenty? First things first, take a step back mm-hmm. and put yourself in a mental state where you have time. So it's not easy, right? We all know time is a luxury today. It's how do you seclude yourself almost from your partner, your children, your family, whatever you... The, mon- the monastery. You don't have to go there. You, you can be... No, though you're, you're going to your own internal monastery. Exactly. Like just exactly. a retreat, your own little retreat. Yes. Your own sanctuary to your point, right? Yeah. So it could be your study. It could be your whatever, you know, and, and take that time to think. Take that time to be also fair with yourself, mm-hmm. right? It is not a judgment thing. There is no judgment. You are the only one in that exercise. Yes, there may be a coach, there may be somebody helping you, but you are with yourself, right? You are digging deep into yourself. It is not about people's perception. That's the other thing, right, that I have had to help some people realize it doesn't matter what your mom thinks or what your spouse thinks is about you. It's for you. Yeah. So I guess it's becoming going to be one with yourself and find the time and space to, to, to be true to self. Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. Cool. So if people want to contact you, <laughs> and say I want I want to ask Tumo some questions or work with him. Is that sure? Sure. Is that something you're available for? Yeah, obviously I will do as much as I can. Right. Okay. So you can find me on LinkedIn. You know, if I think if you type Tumo Aung, there are not a lot of people out there in LinkedIn with that name. Right. So you can find me on LinkedIn and connect with me. Obviously. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. Any final words you want to leave us with? I, I put a quote up. I was thinking, you know, here we are. We're going to be talking about some of this stuff. It's a quote by Ralph Al- Al- uh, Waldo Emerson. Waldo Emerson, yeah. Unless you do something beyond what you master, you'll never grow. Uh, how do you connect to that based on what we talked about or what you do? Yeah, so when you think about that, right, mm. what I described with the top 20 sounds really basic. Yeah. Yet. Eloquently simple. Yes. Mm. yet it will make you uncomfortable like crazy, right? So what Emerson was saying there is that you have to go beyond your current boundaries. Mm -hmm. So if you're comfortable, then you just keep on doing the same thing over and over, right? 
when you are uncomfortable by asking those questions yourself, then you can do something about it, right? So I can absolutely relate to what, what is quoted there, right? It's the questions are there to help you understand who you are. And it's so crazy. A lot of people believe they know who they are, mm. right? And, you know, you, you know, as well as I do, you know, we are old men. When you get to a certain age, you know that you don't know yet who you are on everything, right? And you accept that. Yeah, you have the humble point experience every now and then say, oh, I didn't know I, I could be behaving like that. We've got some blind spots. Exactly. exactly. All right. Thank you. So I want to thank you for the time and generosity to talk to me about this. Thank you. And, and I want to encourage everybody to, to take this to heart and go out and be leader-like and, and use this to be successful at design and take a step back. Absolutely. So Tumo, thank you very much. Thanks for having me here, Robin. Take care. It's been my pleasure. You've reached the end of another episode of the Leader Like You podcast. Connect with us at leaderlikeyou.com. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list to receive the newsletter and our free materials. See you at the next episode.